Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Hello and Happy New Year and decade for that matter. And welcome to 2020 and the beginning of my second season on Voice America. I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting from New Orleans. Today's show is again sponsored by WGL Consulting, the go-to company for buying and selling equipment companies. Just go to WGLConsulting.com for more information. A big thank you to all my faithful followers. Tell your friends and associates. In 2019, there were tens of thousands of you that tuned into the show and podcast. In fact, over 50,000. They live on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Not just in the U.S., but around the world. I'd also like to thank the many, many people who took time to buy my book in 2019 and the very kind remarks and reviews that were sent back to me, You Really Made My Day, entitled, Screw You, The Comeback is Always Stronger Than the Setback. It's about careers and business in the rental industry, available on Amazon. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show, And please let me know if there's a certain guest or subject you'd like to have in the show, and I'll do my best to get them. As always, you can contact me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or you can call or text me at 504-615-0540. Remember, the ARA show is right around the corner in February. Not too early to start that shopping list. And so a new year is upon us. What will 2020 bring to you and your business? Much success, I hope. What are you concerned about going into 2020? How's your manpower situation? Do you think your sales team is trained well enough to go out and represent you? Have they actually started, operated, and stopped all of the equipment you have available for rent and sale for the best knowledge in the fields? And what will you do if a new competitor comes into your market? Are you prepared? And how about your marketing efforts for 2020? More social media or more belly-to-belly in the fields? And are you tweaking your rates with the new year coming in? I don't mean 10, 20%, but a tweak is like a two or three every couple of months just to kind of get the rates back up to where they need to be. And there are so, so many unknowns as we approach 2020. Mainly, are you concerned about the economy? Today's show is all about the 2020 economy. And I'm reading mixed signals. And so here's a brief overview from the Kiplinger economic outlook for all 50 states. It just came out for 2020. And so here are some statements from the report. Low jobless rates and rising incomes are helping to fatten state coffers across the U.S. revenue from sales, personal, and corporate taxes is on the rise. The best growth since before the Great Recession. States can expect healthy tax revenues for at least the next several quarters. As low unemployment continues, incomes slowly rise Inflation increases modestly 
and higher energy prices generate more income for states with severance taxes. But the outlook for individual states is varied, with several regions facing big challenges. The trade war with China is battering the agriculture industry in the Midwest and the prairie states and crimping activity at southern ports. Manufacturing is slowing down because slowing global growth is hurting exports. New England's economy is slowing as employers struggle to find the workers that they need. Although construction spending is up markedly this year, most states won't boost spending much. As they prepare for 2020, governors and legislators are eyeing modest spending increases, perhaps reversing cuts made after the Great Recession. They also intend to sock away some of the newfound revenues in rainy day funds. The report actually has a report on what's expected in every state. You may want to Google it and check out how things look for you in the state or states where you operate. Again, that's the Kiplinger Report for 2020. Now, on a larger scale, my research brought me to some interesting information about 2020. And again, these are the views of many economists, not me. So here goes. The U.S. Economic Forecast 2020. President Trump and China continue their fight for control over America's consumers, stock market, and media coverage. Let's explore the key role of the U.S.-China trade issues in this economic forecast for 2020 to 2024. CNN recently reported that September's historic low unemployment, 3.5%, signaled a weakness in the economy. The New York Times says lower immigration threatens the economy. PBS says the tariffs have cost the economy despite record growth. Barron's says interest rate cuts will hurt the economy. How do these economic predictions strike you? Will the economy crash? Market Watch says Trump's next move could crash the economy. While technical stock analysts are saying technical indicators show a market boom could be happening in 2020 and beyond. With the experts contradicting each other at this degree, it is pointless to offer their forecasts. Most of the experts have aligned themselves along political lines. Since most oppose President Trump, their predictions are very tabloid in nature. They slant obscure stats and views as needed, proclaiming economic doom for years to come. Many have their reputations on the line with their 2020 economic recession forecast in the books. Now, the essence of the U.S. economy. The U.S. economy is very complex which lends itself to many interpretations. It's been on a fantastic roll for 124 months under bad economic conditions. If the trade deficit and interest rates are reduced and government spending continues, there is 
No worry about a recession. Fed Chairman Jay Powell has made this statement. Consumer spending in October has slowed, yet unemployment is at a record low 3.5%. It seems the more a China-U.S. trade deal is curtailed, the better the U.S. economy outlook is. With China's economy failing amidst a global slowdown, there will be dumping cheap products in the U.S. What's been lost so far are big profits for China companies. The Conference Board Economic Forecast for 2020, GDP growth forecast at 2%, in 2020, real consumer spending will grow to 2.7%. Residential housing investments will grow 1.6%. Real capital expenditures will grow 3.5%. And export to rebound 0.6% to just above even. Now, some data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis. The recent economic update, economy grew 2% in the third quarter, wages rose 0.6% in August, 136,000 jobs added, consumer spending grew 0.1% in August, income growth outpaced spending So savings grew, total U.S. personal income rose $73 billion. Disposable personal income rose $77.7 billion. And personal consumption rose $20 billion. And the PCE index rose 0.1% in August. Enjoy this critique of the forecast, politics, stats, and expert insights. What we can say is there's no correlation between the stock market and the economy, and no connection between the housing market and the economy. President Trump is squeezing China with tariffs, and it is boosting the domestic economy. With Jay Powell's announced and expected further interest rate cuts, the housing market forecast is looking better. A good mortgage rate forecast will aid housing sales. If the corporate pullback continues, it could raise the likelihood of a 2020 recession. However, at some point, these same corporations could be forced to renew their capital expenditures. The U.S. economic forecast would be very bright indeed. That's why some experts predict the economy will rocket again in 2021. The housing market forecast in particular seems to be positive due to low mortgage rates, which is great for the equipment rental industry. So some questions. Is China hurting? China's economy may be slowing, but its balance of trade is very strong, 
thanks to the U.S. Its trading partners are running huge deficits. The America First transition wobbles its way forward as the president paves the way for U.S. companies to grow and place barriers for unfair foreign manufacturers. U.S. manufacturing and jobs creation, however, have slowed with the trade turmoil. Both China and Mexico have expressed reluctance to continue trying to wear down President Trump. As of this moment, however, things are changing. So what are the key issues to watch? China's rapidly receding economy and plunging exports. U.S. tax revenues helping to ease government debt problems. Import tariffs beginning to force corporations to buy from U.S. suppliers. Will corporations build their manufacturing operations in the U.S. in 2020? The U.S. dollar stays strong. Will U.S. manufacturing numbers keep declining? Stock markets pushing to new record highs. Too much volatility will cause business to pull back spending. Antitrust charges being laid on big monopolies. Interest rates continue to decline. Oil prices staying under control, maybe so. Inflation is weak, perhaps non-existent. Housing prices stay relatively flat, meaning more affordability. What will President Trump's next actions be? The best news is the Fed's expectation of interest rate cuts, which the stock markets loved. Democrats' claim of big inflation and crushed retail sales have not materialized. The economy keeps rolling forward, making the 2020 election predictions favor the president. China lead, what about China? China says they don't want a trade war. China leaders suggest in formal statements that they want to trade. President Trump announced a three-phase trade deal that would create $60 billion in agricultural imports. Good for U.S. farmers, but not something that will delight U.S. manufacturers and tech companies. A good guess is that this trade deal will fall apart. Chinese leaders have resistance so ingrained they will likely not meet the agreement. Experts say China has never lived up to agreements. So as you can see so far, there's a lot going on in a lot of different directions, not just in the U.S., but worldwide that affect the U.S. economy. And I think all these are very important to our businesses along the way. So let's take a break right now and go back to Voice America. And we come back, we're going to talk about how it looked in the first quarter. Back to you, Voice America.
the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Rental Equip Talk Radio at gmail.com. That's Rental Equip Talk Radio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equip Talk Radio. This is Donald Charbonnet, your host, uh, reporting live from New Orleans. So today we're talking about the 2020 economy and what we can look forward to. But I want to talk about, uh, and these comments obviously come from economists, not from me. So uh, just, just know that this is not my thinking, but from the pros. And how it looked in the first quarter. Uh, the U.S. stock market performance was excellent in the first quarter. Major economists reporting very positive results. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company upwardly adjusted their forecast, U.S. real GDP estimate 0.9% to an annualized rate of 2.9% for the first quarter of 2019. Bloomberg's reported U.S. retail sales jumped 1.6% to highest level in two years. Census.gov reported retail and food service sales surged $514.1 billion, or 1.6% in March. BLS claims for state employment, excuse me, for state unemployment benefits dropped 5,000 to a seasonally adjusted 192,000. The estimate were 205,000. Goldman Sachs raised its growth estimate for the second half of 2019 by 25 basis points to 2.5%. Trading economics reported U.S. unemployment rate down to 3.8%. NASDAQ, S&P 500 rebounded 13.1% in the first quarter for its best quarterly performance in 10 years. Trading economics, manufacturing production in the United States increased 1% year over year, March 2019, following a 1.1% increase in February. So is the China trade problem decreasing? The trade in goods deficit with China is a severe problem. Despite President Trump's efforts, the U.S. continues to import products at very high levels. That, in turn, affects U.S. balance of payments 
and U.S. job creation. The quote, the goods trade deficit with China decreased 0.8% to $30 billion, with imports falling 0.7%. As reported, the U.S. exports to China remain unchanged. The ITC forecasts. The USMCA trade deal will benefit the U.S. economy going forward. The transition to an American-first economic policy was forecasted to slow U.S. GDP. However, it is lately that slowing activity is concerning. So is now the best time to buy a home? This quote is from the Fundura report on the Bloomberg economy. As small businesses across the country make up 99.7% of all U.S. employers and 64% of net new private sector jobs, they truly are the backbone of the country's economy and an aggregate indicator of its health and status. So 2020 should be and is launch year for small U.S. businesses. With tariff protection, business confidence, and strong consumer wealth, big housing market demand, 2020 GDP growth could surpass any experts' predictions. Far from the negative pronostications of the media. U.S. economic growth should continue. The U.S. was on a record run until the midterm elections, and rising interest rates dampened the party. Even with the reduction of economic stimulus and the turmoil over protective tariffs, the economic predictions are good. If this unexpected strength continues to the 2020 fall elections, it could determine the outcome of the presidential elections. That might mean stabilization and the continuation of growing U.S. manufacturing production and services exports. China's economy is stabilizing, which eases dire global economic predictions. Latent demand for goods in the U.S. remains high, and when tariffs in U.S. manufacturing grows, Americans will buy more U.S.-made products. So why the big optimism about the economy? Let's talk about the GDP growth since the Trump election. U.S. GDP is expected to grow strong through 2020. Optimism in business is high. The Wells Fargo Small Business Index is down from an amazing plus 136 the highest in its 15-year history, to 129. Given all the trade tensions, this number is good. With the intent to bring manufacturing back to the U.S., which hasn't really begun, the U.S. has seeded strong for years to come. The next two years of U.S. manufacturing development through 2020 will strengthen American competitiveness for decades to come. The U.S. dollar will strengthen, stock markets will adjust, and it's fun time ahead for Americans. So it's a fantastic outlook for U.S. business and the housing market.
The lagging housing market and small business sector should regain their stride once multinationals are forced to build factories in the U.S. January 1st, the 25% import tariff took effect. No free access for China is expected. The coming 10% tax break for the middle class makes 2019 look very good. And what about the multinational corporate stock market performance? NASDAQ, Dow, and S&P may see some further corrections as imports from cheap labor pools into the U.S. dwindle. Here is NAR's latest economic outlook. The U.S. economy expanded at a 2.8 annualized rate in the first quarter based on data that showed domestic retail sales grew at their strongest pace in one and a half years in March. The good news will improve the housing market forecast. And according to the St. Louis Fed, forecast factors are as follows. 30-year fixed mortgage rates, extended downward rate trend despite the recent upward push by the Fed, which they have ceased. Existing home sales, suffering a low, but with recovering economic performance, will see sales stimulated again. Real house prices. House prices have flattened. The heat is gone. I don't know if that's so true about here in New Orleans, but that's what the economists are saying. Contribution of residential investment to GDP growth. The contribution of residential construction is down. However, investors and builders might like the recent economic numbers and demand for housing. So the first quarter 2019 economic performance. The U.S. economy shown again in March. Job growth continued with 196,000 new jobs. And employment kept at near record low level at 3.7%. Healthcare jobs up 49,000. Manufacturing jobs up 22,000. Construction jobs up 16,000. And that probably could be higher if they could just get the proper labor force trained. Transport and warehouse jobs unchanged from last month. Leisure and hospitality jobs unchanged. Professional and business services, unchanged. In mining jobs, unchanged. There are still 412,000 discouraged workers and 1.4 million people are still marginally attached to the labor force. Despite the short-term volatility and negative stock market predictions, the U.S. economy will grow. With inflation reported this month at 2.4%, there is little reason for the Fed chairman to raise interest rates. And government spending wasn't adding much to the economy anyway. Now, American consumers are becoming wealthy. Forbes quoted, America has experienced one of the most powerful household wealth booms in its history. Household wealth has ballooned by approximately $46 trillion 
or 83%, to an all-time high of $100.8 trillion. Again, quoted from Forbes. This supports the optimistic picture for the U.S. economy. As long as multinational corporations are forced to develop a manufacturing presence in the U.S., creating better, higher-paying jobs, the trade deficit will drop, and support for U.S. startups and small business financial ecosystems will be healthy. It's a great time to invest in U.S. SMBs and startups. And there are good times ahead for American producers. What this report translates to for 2020 and beyond is stronger employment security, prime market access for U.S. companies, better housing, more opportunities for young people with big student loans, returning entrepreneurial spirit, higher wages, and hope for a poverty housing plague nation for many years ahead. Wage growth is improving as companies return from overseas and zero tariffs to an economy bursting with potential. If the Trump strategy doesn't work, the U.S. can always change course and ease its trade rules. It's a no-lose situation for the U.S. economy. And so far, multinational corporate profits haven't been affected. In fact, with small business America decimated, these companies have no competition and are thus reaping ridiculous profits. And there may be a volatile market, yet the curve is rising. While multinationals still resist building manufacturing plants in the U.S., the pressure is building on them, and they're missing out on potentially even more lucrative U.S. national markets. Auto, electronics, furniture, clothing, etc. to wiser and new competition. Sticking with China is an increasingly losing proposition as China begins to turn in on itself. The U.S. economic prediction is that the U.S. is about to enjoy the same growth and opportunity that spawned the China revolution. High employment, new career opportunities, optimism, imagination, confidence, and hopefully soon, higher wages as newly created U.S. firms begin to thrive and capitalize on a wealthy American consumer market. New business formation was at its lowest in history when Trump was voted in. Since then, it has risen. And with rising tariffs, lower regulations, and continuing low interest rates, the stage is set for an entrepreneurial boom in the U.S. I'm wondering if this may spawn some new rental startups along the way with the economy as strong as it is. Reports say stimulus withdrawal and waning consumer confidence will end it all. Yet, stats show strong consumer confidence and evidence that consumers are ignoring politically biased noise in the media. Financial exports, experts on Bloomberg were hinting at another potential 10 years of boom times in the U.S. This is good news for the U.S. economy. With manufacturer returning, 
U.S. oil production growing, low corporate taxes continuing, business regulation dismantled, the macroeconomics for the United States is as good as it's ever been. And with that, we're going to take a break and go back to Voice America, and we'll be back in a minute. Thank you. favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equip Talk Radio. I'm your host, Donald Charbonnet. And today we're talking about the 2020 economy and you and how it can affect your business along the way. And so I want to continue on and talk about uh, new trade deals that could breathe, breathe more life into U.S. business. Oil production, manufacturing, housing construction, and technology startups in the U.S., haven't even hit their stride yet. And while economic turbulence has caused discomfort, Americans should continue to enjoy years of strong growth and prosperity and to solve the affordable housing crisis and avoid any housing crashes in some cities. The media have tried to talk down the new U.S. economic revolution, but they're growing weak against a clear voice of confidence in America. If China can sustain 10% growth, the U.S. can manage 3% to 5% growth just fine. There's lots of room for improvement with no overheating possible. But some say there could be an economic recession. Why? An endless array of economists, billionaires, millionaires, stock experts, and Democrats are promising a big U.S. economic recession within a couple of years. They cite stimulus statistics, global trade numbers, business cycle history, tradition, and trade impasses that will cause a recession. In lieu of real economic performance statistics, Consumers and voters are ignoring that dire outlook. The U.S. economy looks 
unusually solid. Not a bear or a bull, but more like a rhinoceros. While some doomsday sayers tout their complaints, they themselves keep pulling in higher profits from their U.S. stock portfolios. Laughably ridiculous. There are some exciting new statistics from housing to manufacturing to new business formation that bolsters a happy, sustained outlook. U.S. manufacturing jobs were decimated, as we all know. And as these jobs in modern manufacturing return, the economy will boom and wages will rise. So manufacturing in America, welcome home. Consumers are not fulfilled and production capacity will grow. The talk of embargoes on U.S. goods are overstated for sure. Resentment from Europe, Japan, Canada, and Mexico will subside. U.S. manufacturing output will grow in quality and the world will want U.S. products. Who wouldn't want reciprocal access to the U.S. market? American consumers are expecting good things. They'll buy any house they can get their hands on, and they won't be buying as many Toyotas, Mercedes, and Beamers as before. Fords, Chevys, and Teslas will be in good demand. Trading economics forecasted 93.1 consumer confidence rating for fall of 2018. It's actually at 100.8, despite all the political and trade volatility. So it's the end of free trade. The end of free trade was predictable. American poverty, debt, and misery, and lack of control has brought it to a stop. Fair trade will be the new norm. I repeat, fair trade will be the new norm. And in a New York Times article, says, the defense of globalization rests on viewing Americans primarily as consumers, not workers, based on the assumption that we care more about low prices than about low wages. Free trade wreaked havoc on American lifestyle, wealth, politics, and optimism. It was a concept for the 80s, but it's not the 80s anymore. It has ruined people's lives. The stock market continued their happy upward direction. A U.S. housing crash is unlikely, and the stock market looks pretty healthy. However, a global recession would affect the U.S., as would a China collapse. President Trump knows it which is why he keeps pulling back on 100% commitment to many of the policies he sets forth. Housing starts keep growing as predicted, and with demographics so positive, millennials and Gen Zs coming soon, the demand will be steep. It's a fantastic time to be in U.S. real estate. Now, how about... America's burgeoning new self-esteem. 
It's just a matter of self-esteem of the American people that is so critical. CNN and other media paparazzi think esteem is something dished out in scathing news reports. But what's happening is a nation's self-esteem is being regained and this time inoculated against media manipulation. The media and big advertisers don't like that. Can anything stop this incredible American economic boom? A first thought many of us have is that the U.S. economy is too strong to stop. A new economic locomotive with momentum. It's partly powered by the relief of decades of economic evil and by the old belief, baby boomers, that the U.S. should be strong and independent. Some have felt Asia should lead the world. There's something extremely unpatriotic about that, i got to tell you. Even if Trump disappears, the America First agenda will continue. The people will ensure it happens. There's no going back to the poverty, debt, and hopelessness, particularly for the forgotten and the Rust Belt and the Midwest. So how could anyone vote against this U.S. economic boom? The U.S. Renaissance has generated massive employment and improved in lifestyles. And while the rich have benefited most, as usual, the game isn't over. With more investors making the transition to U.S. equities, we see a reduction in hysteria over predictions and forecasts. A J.B. Morgan economist quoted in the uh, Reuters report, Overall, the report is good news insofar as it suggests the economy still has some capacity to grow at an above-trend pace without generating much inflationary pressure. This was said by Michael Faroli, an economist at J.P. Morgan in New York, as stated in the Reuters report. In the meantime, the latest job report reveals continuous, excellent 200,000-plus job growth each month and droves of people coming back into the workforce. Skill shortages are a true threat to U.S. manufacturing revitalization. People will have to be trained. The education industry should enjoy their outlook. And this is so true in our equipment rental industry and the scarcity of technicians that people need to be trained along the way. And another quote from the Reuters report. The unemployment rate rose to 4.0% in June from an 18-year low of 3.8% in May as 601,000 job seekers entered the labor force in a sign of confidence in the labor market. Employed persons rose to highest levels in history. Now, to manufacturing in the U.S. Yes, cars, 
solar panels, smartphone apps, robots, computer chips can be made in the U.S. by companies managed by U.S. executives. Sorry about that, India. There's a real hope for the future of young Americans. And there's a lot more to be manufactured in the U.S. And I would say that particular in the equipment rental industry. So I think we know that Trump is a tactician. That's practical. He's a tactician assessing immediate feedback, not a strategist with a Python intellectual grip, which is why his enemies are taking the higher road with a hope and a prayer. Their path is ill-advised because that highway is congested with tens of millions of dejected Americans who thought free trade would be okay. Now they know they got sold. With Trump, the strategy is simple. Support American business and everything else will fit in perfectly. So far, it's working. The U.S. economy is doing well, and all the fundamentals support an ongoing economic boom through 2024. Trump's strategy is clear. Protect American companies and markets so they can spawn for generations. The housing market could be better Yet construction is okay, and demand is certainly strong. The housing market will pick up a pace. Interest rates are expected to stay low, putting little pressure on defaults and keeping demand for new construction nice and healthy. Home buyers are still on the fence, hoping for lower prices. However, a housing market crash is very unlikely. This kind of growth is more resilient, aware of danger, ready for events. So it's in control. It would take something massive to stop its forward thrust. So what's the last word in the U.S. economic revival? That word is momentum. It's gone through its temporary adjustment period in the winter of 2019, and there's lots of forward drive into 2020. The U.S. economy is robust and growing, and few will want to see this fantastic business, life-giving economic cycle end. As stock markets modernize and adjust, we'll see the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P all improve. So that kind of wraps up most of my remarks about the economy. I know that there's a lot of local agencies that you can get more information from. Uh, again, the Kiplinger Report, state by state, will tell you what the outlook is. I know that as you've gotten into your 2020 financial planning, that you've talked with your customers and find out what they have on the board coming up. They have backlogs along the way. That should make you feel good. 
so I think that the construction equipment, rental, and sales industry will flourish. The question is, will it be more sales or rental if there's a long-term economy in place where some folks might rather buy instead of rent? I personally always think that the rental option is the best because you reduce maintenance, you reduce obsolescence, and the contractors reduce storage and so many, many other factors that come into the fact that rental is definitely the way to go. So I don't think anybody in the listening audience should be concerned as we begin January of 2020. I believe that everyone should be confident. I think your business plans that you've probably put together are strong and in place, and you're looking strong at more acquisition of equipment, which helps all the suppliers to our industry, which we couldn't do without. And I always admire the manufacturer's reps who carries many lines and go door to door and uh, really pound the pavement to help keep these American manufacturers, for the most part, busy by calling on the rental companies across the country to see what their needs are going to be. So let's take our last break, and uh, when we come back, we'll have more talk about Rental Equip Talk Radio. Back to you, Voice America. on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equipped Talk Radio. I'm your host, Donald Charbonnet. And today, we have talked uh, at length about the 2020 economy and what's in store and what do you think is going to happen with your equipment rental and or sales business. From all signs that I see, it's going to be a strong economy going into 2020, which should make for some very profitable rental companies along the way. So what are you thinking about buying this year at the show or on an ongoing basis? You know, there's so much technology that's changing out there, new products coming into the market and, uh, Will you take something on to help pioneer something into the marketplace? Uh, We've got hybrids. We've got solar. We've got electric, which also changes the needs for the different technicians that we have along the way. So there's just so many products. I I was just amazed last year at the ARA show uh, of the the compactness along the way, too. So – you know, I want to read something as we close today. Uh, it's not just a quote, but something I think uh, I read recently that I think you'll enjoy more on a personal note. You can have flaws, be anxious, and even be angry. 
but do not forget that your life is the greatest enterprise in the world. Only you can stop it from going bust. Many appreciate you, admire you, and love you. Remember that to be happy is not to have a sky without a storm, a road without accidents, work without fatigue, relationships without disappointments. To be happy is to find strength in forgiveness, hope in battles, security in the stage of fear, love in discord. It is not only to enjoy the smile, but also to reflect on the sadness. It is not only to celebrate the successes, but to learn lessons from the failures. It is not only to feel happy with the applause, but to be happy and in anonymity. Being happy is not a fatality of destiny, but an achievement for those who can travel within themselves. To be happy is to stop feeling like a victim and become your destiny's author. It is to cross deserts, yet to be able to find an oasis in the depths of our soul. It is to thank God for every morning for the miracle of life. Being happy is not about being afraid of your own feelings, is to be able to talk about you. It is having the courage to hear a no. It is confidence in the face of criticism, even when unjustified. It is to have the courage to say, I'm sorry. It is to have the sensitivity to say, I need you. It is to have the ability to say, I love you. May your life become a garden of opportunities for happiness. Those words and many more are from Pope Francis in a New Year's homily. It's been my pleasure to be with you this uh, day and look forward to many more in the future. Uh, this is Donald Charbonnet, your host and diehard of the rental industry, signing off to remember, don't waste the day. Be safe, good renting, and good luck in 2020. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.